Welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibby. And I'm Ethan Sereski. In general, the casualty is amounting. The casualties sure are mounting, General. Mounting up, aren't they? Mount- Whew. Like, uh, they're like a, a Canadian police. <laughs> Mounties. I know, I got it. The casualties. <laughs> the casualties. Oh, it's yeah, no, Ethan, it's time for a late-breaking cryptid affair. I lost the old cryptid affair bumper. I was about story. to say that is a, that werewolf hung on to that note. Yeah, no, no, it's worth it. I like it. This one comes to us from the Irish Star. <laughs> right. No, it's not O Beetlejuice. It's a newspaper. <laughs> Loch Ness monster hunter claims first sighting of 2024, and it could reveal. The creature's daily routine. <gasps> he caught it brushing. Yeah, he saw it like every, uh, picking up its newspaper. <laughs> and you're like, okay. He subscribes to the Irish Star. He's he came Irish out Star in a bathrobe to get his paper. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> just the edge of the lake. Right. The That's where they deliver it. They just throw it near the lake. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not going to throw it in the lake. Then it's going to get all wet. That's true. Use your head, Ethan. I know, that was stupid. What am I going to say? The Loch Ness Monster has made her first appearance of the year, striking new footage suggests. And a monster hunter believes it could reveal her daily routine. (laughs) I'm not going to pronounce this name right. Oh my fucking God. Eowyn of Haldgeheim. I've never heard you struggle with a name like that. Aeon Ophadhagen. <laughs> Listen to how like this you're is having built. a stroke. And I want to apologize to the good people of Ireland. Uh, and, and And specifically to Aeon. Spelled <laughs> E-O-I-N. First name. Last name. O apostrophe F. A-O-D. H-A-G. A-I-N. O'Fartang. Eowyn O'Fartagan <laughs> felt deja vu when he saw a 10-foot shape moving in the lock while watching via webcam on Tuesday morning. Creepy. He spotted that same shape before, but that was at sunset, and it was going the other way, leading Eowyn to wonder if he's exposed the monster's routine. <laughs> he said... It's the first time I've captured it in early in the morning. Moving north. I've previously captured it moving south. Late in the evening and near dark. <laughs> so I'm watching the classic Catherine Bigelow vampire movie. Right. We have discovered for the first time that Nessie forages one way in the morning while the light is at a bare minimum and travels back when the light of the evening is diminishing. The question in my mind is, why and where 
is this creature going in the mornings and returning in the evenings in the same area of the loch? <laughs> it is fantastic to get the first sighting of 2024, but it is also great to pick up on different patterns of Ness's behavior that weren't known before through watching daily on the webcam. Mr. Mr. O'Fordigan, 59, made his sighting using a webcam maintained by Visit Inverness Loch Ness at Shoreland Lodges near Fort Augustus on the Loch's southern shore. In his clip, which has been sped up for brevity, something is plainly visibly moving north at dawn, leaving a long wake in the water behind it. Footage he captured in November showed the same thing in reverse, an identical shape moving south just before sunset. Mm -hmm. The purpose of Nessie's commute is unclear, but Eowyn believes she could be setting out on the hunt for food. Or going to uh, her job or getting her paper. Yeah, or going back to bed after going and visiting with her loch friends. (laughs) Who can say? But that is your encrypted affair. Does it live in an Israeli body of water or is it really a lach? No, it's a lach. Okay. What are you thinking of, locks? (laughs) No, I was just thinking of the CH, but thank you for the casual anti-Semitism. What? what? That's a traditional part of Jewish culture. I'm recognizing it. I hate locks. See, it just shows you everyone's different. It's true. I think... A nice little uh, bit of locks uh, with some avocado. Jesus Christ, that's awful. Well, Ethan, why don't you tell everybody, now that we've caught them up on the latest news with Nessie, tell them about the show. What's the premise? Well, like all weeks on Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, one of us, uh, me, Ethan, this week, has done extensive research on a ghost, ghoul, goblin, or demon, or cryptid, or something of that sort. And the other one of us, Shibble, has done absolutely nothing. He's just kind of been psyching himself up, getting ready for the big recording day, while I've been doing all the work and carrying the load. That's definitely the dynamic of the show. It always is. It's just, You know, I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> no, it's understandable. I mean... I the way you pick me up on your back and carry me across the finish line every week. I like Listen, that picture, that mental, that's just, that. that's how I picture the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the new logo. Get ready for season seven. <laughs> Doing a fireman's carry. Well, that is the premise of the show. And of course, I am the one who did the cryptid this week and I know what it is. Shibble, do you know what it is? As I recall, you're doing the opium bird. I am doing the Opium Bird, which is from Antarctica. Antarctica, the frozen south. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty chilly down there. I call it Antarctica, but I like the frozen south too. That's good. I mean, just a terrible place. Now, I've, I've never heard of this Opium Bird. No, no, you, you you shouldn't know anything about it unless you cheated and did some research, but I'm guessing you know nothing. And, and what I want to ask you is when I say opium bird, what do you think of? What do you see in your mind's eye? More importantly, what do you find in your mind palace? Memories. Things that happened to you as a child. 
things that you saw on television. A book that you read. Things that never happened. Enter your mind palace. Uh, things that never happened. No, those are also in the mind palace, as is now. Obviously, when I first heard about it, I, oh. I just saw it written down. I thought that maybe it was some sort of uh, Irish uh, urine fetishist, but I thought it was the opium bird. Oh, I see. Oh, like, And the peum bird would be the normal version, but in Ireland, it's the opium bird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, apostrophe peum bird. Right. And that's that's uh, a fair guess. But the opium bird, obviously from Antarctica, is going to be something different. So I'm going to say that it is uh, glowing purple, mm. and it appears uh, to travelers as they're about to uh, die of hypothermia, and they feel a sense of warmth from its glowing purple uh, plumage. So you're saying it's just uh, an imaginary vision people have because they're about to die? No, no, this one's real. This is a oh. real one. Okay, the real white light is the opium bird, you're saying? Yes, it's a magical bird that takes away all the pain of the cold, like opium. Is it like the opposite of a pelican that brings you into your baby? Does it take you away when you die, like by the by the diaper? Uh, you're thinking of a stork. That is a stork. <laughs> Who said the opium bird wasn't a stork? No, 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 no. You said pelican brings the baby. A pelican does not bring a baby. A oh, stork. <laughs> Brings a baby. Well, that was the problem. A pelican brought me. Ah, well, there you have it, listeners. Add that to your Ethan origin stories. <laughs> well, Shibby, uh, you are wiki. In, you're incorrect. Um, it's neither uh, a urine fetishist from Ireland, uh, nor what was your second weird guess? A, a glowing purple bird right. that soothes you as you die of hypothermia. That's a nice thought, but not what the opium bird is. And there's really only one way that I can explain the opium bird and all its majesty, you know, with the proper respect. And I think you know what that way is. Reading the back of the opium bird trading card. Oh, my God. I should have thought of that. Well, it's graded. It's hard to see through the plastic. I like to grade everything. No, it's true. That's that's just an investment in your future. Just protecting the inherent value of your opium bird training cards. It's a PSA 10 opium bird. I mean, my God, there are only four of those known. This is obviously the Soretsky <laughs> opium bird. Pop four. Uh, do no. You, do you have a story? In fact, I'm going to tell you a story with narrative fiction. It's going to blow your mind. It's story time. <gasps> story time. Story time. It's story time for Uncle Monster. Story time. Story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story, story time. time. <clears throat> the Opium Bird by Ethan Dennis Sereski. Hordes of white flying terrors wait branches across the country. Power lines sag under the weight of the winged beasts. Feathers and blood cover the streets. Bird carcasses and piles of human remains dot the countryside. The great war of the birds had been ongoing for some time now. 
The U.S. military had been reduced to bands of elite bird killers patrolling neighborhoods as millions of ferocious birds decimated our offensive capabilities and eliminated communications. Mm. You are Liu Hideki Ping, also known as The One, a Chinese mercenary bird killer fighting on the side of humans everywhere. This battle had led, uh, led you directly to Wichita, Kansas, the current center of avian human hostilities. You were interrupted in your planning by a human body diving into the trench next to you. It was Cleon Jones, former outfielder for the 1969 New York Mets. Mm. But that didn't matter now. You were either a bird killer or killed by a bird. No room for outfielders. You toss Jonesy your canteen so he can wet his whistle. Not his actual whistle, just his throat. If you blew an actual whistle, you'd be swarmed and your bones would be pecked clean in a little under a minute. Thank you, Commander Ping. Gulp. I've got important intelligence. It cost the lives of a whole battalion. But we needed to reach you. We needed to reach the one. You stare off into the distance at clouds of white headed your way. You knew these not to be clouds, but swarms of wingers hungry to peck at your peepers. Jonesy, let's hear it. We're losing men. We need something big. Commander Ping, the, the birds are operating as part of a hive mind. You look up with great interest. And where is the source of this shared intelligence, you demand, forgetting for a second that Jonesy was on your side? You didn't play around with wingers. Watching them peck your son's throat out can do that to a Chinese mercenary. Commander, there's one bird controlling all of this madness. In fact, there has always been a single bird controlling all of the others on Earth. For millennia, he's watched and lived peacefully with his flocks alongside humans. The, the problem is, this alpha bird started doing uh, heroin. Her heroin? How does a bird do heroin? You squinch up your face and listen on. I don't know about other birds, but this one smokes it. Out of a giant hand-pecked opium pipe. He's got the good stuff too, Afghani black tar. And how do we stop this alpha bird, Jonesy? Jonesy laughs a strange chuckle, eyes beginning to unfocus. He leans against you as if to play whisper. Something wasn't quite right with him. You don't stop the alpha bird. You know, no one, no one stops the alpha bird. You pull back Jonesy's vest and through his shoulder is a puncture wound smeared with a tar-like substance. The puncture was the width of a bar stool leg, yet Jonesy paid it no mind. Jonesy, you've been bitten. I, I asked to be bitten. I'm tired of walking. I want to fly like them. I want to fly, Commander. And I will, but, but first you'll die, Commander. <laughs> Jonesy begins squawking loudly. The thunder of millions of wings echo around you as you try to stop his heroin-tainted call. But it's too late. Jonesy grins and runs to the edge of the clearing and throws himself on his knees. You look on, ready to meet your destiny. And all of a sudden there is quiet. The small wingers in the nearby nests seem to call no more. Not a single wing beat. Then a great whooshing sound, like the approach of a jet, grew louder in the distance. You find the source of the sound just as it touches ground in front of Jonesy's. Standing over the praying Jonesy was a great avian beast, ten to twelve leg hands tall. It was as white as the softest fresh snow dusting and must have weighed half a ton. With a face like a plague mask and some strange humanoid physiological traits, the creature leaned down to Jonesy 
flanked by a trailing cape of feathers. I brought you to him! Brought you to him! Here he is! Take him, bird! Take him and do what you will with... Do what you will with... The alpha bird suddenly leans down and pecks the face out of Jonesy's skull. He is left instead with a purplish, dripping mass of torn flesh, screaming as he crawls away and is set upon by smaller wingers who clean his bones with their razor-sharp beaks. Ah, need heroin. Heroin time for bird. The alpha bird walks slowly toward your position while producing its hand-card pipe. It begins smoking black tar heroin and exhaling tremendous plumes of smoke. See what I did there? The menacing giant plants itself squarely in front of you, only 1,200 leg fingers away. You love heroin, huh, bird? Love heroin, huh? You steal yourself and drop your weapons. They would be useless against a winger this size. But you had an idea. An idea that only the one could have. Unarmed, you approach the general of the wrong side of the great bird wars. The bird is watching the entire time, licking its beak with a tongue that surprises you to see. It shifts into an attack position, and you feel the danger waft all around you in the air. However, you are not scared. This was for your dead son, Ho, who was always hoping the war would end. In fact, he was always hoping. Hey, Opium Bird, come meet your doom. Ah, meet your doom? I am Commander Liu Ping. The bird does not reply, but looks concerned, and stress lines its brow. I said, bird surrender. I am Commander Liu Ping. Ah, Liu Ping. Yes, I'm Liu Ping. Ah, Liu Ping, Liu Ping, Liu Ping. Yes, bird, who am I? Say my name, you soft feathery son of a bitch. Ah, Liu Ping, Liu Ping, Liu Ping, Liu Ping, Liu Ping. The beast could not retreat from the maze trap set by the commander. The bird keeps repeating the commander's name and cannot stop. The giant falls to his knees, still repeating the name, unable to end the sequence. Abruptly, a vein in the opium bird's neck explodes, and it dies of a massive stroke, crashing to the ground like a fallen oak. That rhymes. That's right, bird brain. I'm Liu Ping. You spit at the murderous creature's corpse and walk back toward Wichita Town Center, Grocery Mart, and the post office, which was the only government service still working, due to the great talent and persistence of its postmasters. On your way, you see clouds of confused wingers taking off in every which way. People are coming out of their houses to cheer as the birds retreat and disband. Thank goodness they were no longer under the control of a giant heroin-smoking pigeon. The commander smiled the first smile his face had held since the day Ho had passed. The war was over. The commander prayed it did not repeat, but even if it was repeating, he would also be Liu Ping. The end. What a tale. What a tale. What a tale. Commander Liu Ping. Yeah. Liu spelled L-I-U. Yes, Liu. L-I-U, yes. What uh what a hero for the ages. Yeah, I love him. He's he's very, you know, he takes charge. I, he's I like a hero of mine. Uh, was sort of a uh, birdemic meets the one. It was. I thought it was the birds meets uh, the Matrix. Oh, okay. Also, also works. Yeah, yeah. Your so, two movies were better than my two movies. I'll admit it. Yeah, but yours were more creative. So, point to you. 
Okay, another point on the big board for me. Now, are you ready to really delve in to the opium bird of Antarctica? Yes, it's some sort of junky bird, eh? It, yeah, it's a big junky bird. Uh, the opium okay. bird, or erosion bird, as some mm. call it, who aren't as funny as the people who call it the opium bird, gained notoriety in TikTok in 2023. Currently, oh, so he's f- fresh on the scene, huh? Uh, well, I wouldn't say fresh on the scene, just very good at staying disguised for millennia. Yeah, yeah, n- not necessarily that the bird is new, but our awareness of the bird is new. Exactly. Uh, the TikToks depicted a large bird-like creature in an Antarctic setting. The opium bird gained traction for its mysterious allure and connection to the name of a record label uh, and resonated with cultural references to music and fashion and, uh, and heroin. Mm, so do you have any of these TikToks? No, they weren't. Trust me, you don't want to watch them. Okay, good. I don't ever want to watch any TikToks. Yeah, yeah, good. In, in, in this case, they were even worse than normal, you know? It was, they, it was, they just have a bad vibe for me. They do, and they seem mean-spirited. Shall yeah. I continue? <laughs> you want to Please. talk about TikTok? <laughs> no, no, um, no, no. <laughs> the opium bird is 10 to 12 feet tall. That's a big bird. Okay, like Big Bird. Yeah, also a, a notoriously Big Bird, yes. Uh, okay. It weighs between eight and 1,200 pounds. Like Big Bird. Uh, yeah, Big Bird, actually, that's correct. He does weigh 1140. So it, Yeah, he's, he's right at the range. upper end of that range. Yeah. yeah, he's got, well, he was smaller in the 70s. Yeah, who wasn't, am I right? Exactly. Um, the stark white opium bird sports a long mane of white feathers, mm-hmm. adorning its plague mask-like bird face. Its plumage is heavy, giving off the appearance of a royal cape, which I think is cool. Yeah. Uh, its eyes jiggle around like magic eight balls or bobbleheads on car dashboards. The creature is bird-like, yet still somehow humanoid in appearance, with human appendages connecting to the wing and allowing for movement uh, when not flying. Uh, speaking of flying, its top speed is 76 miles per hour. Damn. That's fast, right? That's pretty That's pretty darn fast. I think Mothman is 80. Yeah. Yeah, so, this, I mean, it's faster than a cheetah at a sprint. Yeah, and in the air, too, which is more intimidating. Yes, yes. If I saw big... flying cheetah, I'd be fucking scared. Damn right I would. But now imagine it's a bird that's hooked on smack. <laughs> yeah, this bird is on drugs. This bird is chasing the dragon. Yeah, uh, the opium bird can uh, run on land at the same speed. Oh, that's shit. crazy. This has got some strong-ass legs and arms. Yeah, those notoriously strong bird legs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in this case, if it's pumping a dude out at 76 miles an hour on just two legs, I mean, maybe it's supplementing with some flapping while it's doing it. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, cheater. Uh, the opium bird um, also lacks grace and is somewhat ostrich-like in its movements when running. Okay, fair so, enough. I hate um, ostriches and emus. Those are my least favorite animals other than sharks and bears. They're very frightening. Before we get too much farther, do you have any facts for me this week? Of course. We have Layla Presents Bird Facts. Yes. Classic. Keeping it simple. Straight one down the center with Layla Presents Bird Facts. Number one. Ravens do mimicry. Like Rich Little. 
While ravens in the wild are unlikely to pick up human language, in captivity they can become quite talkative. Some ravens are even better than parrots at mimicking human speech, not to mention sounds from the human world like car engines or toilets flushing. That's awesome. What would a raven sound like? It would it, actually. What you don't know is it would sound like doing me. A podcast with a raven this entire time. <laughs> Chris oh, wanted today off, so he's been training a raven to fill in. Quoth the shibble. <laughs> Little po joke. Nothing. Not no, even a no, rim no. shot. Not no, even a rim shot. Okay. No. Number two, ostriches have freak eyes. Ostrich eyes are the largest largest of any animal that lives on land. Hmm. Approximately the size of a billiard ball, their eyes are actually bigger than their brains. Okay. But so boy, they're, can they they're see. stupid. But great sight. I bet that really helps them avoid uh, predators. You know what probably doesn't help? Their small brain probably leads them right to predators. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that probably helps out the predators a little bit. You know, everybody wins. Number three, cardinals be anting, don't they be? Cardinals be anting? Yeah, like women be shopping. All right, cardinals be anting. Yeah. Cardinals cover themselves in crushed or living ants, smearing them over their feathers, or allowing living ants to crawl on them. While scientists still aren't sure what the purpose of anting is, some believe the birds use the formic acid secreted during their ant bath to help get rid of lice and other parasites. Okay. So they'll just roll themselves around in some ants. Yeah. And no one knows why. How do you shower? Well, I, obviously, I like to cover myself in weevils. Oh, well, I mean, you're obviously a cleaner. So they're, they're doing I. like a weevil situation. <laughs> what, what? I can't even picture. Is a weevil like a larva? You know, I felt like I knew, but I don't. It's a great Whatever reference. Say, Let's go over it like you did know. Let's forget about it and just pretend I didn't ask that question. No um, problem. Okay, so we've gone over the appearance, height, and weight. How about some weapons? You want to hear what this thing's working with? Uh, sure. And at some point, I'd like to hear about its relationship to opium. Uh, you you might at some point. <laughs> Is I that mean, what you're figure, really dying I mean, for? Uh, I feel like the audience and I are both going to be at the edge of our seat. But if you want to tell me what it's packing... Well, I'll tell you it's connected to heroin if you want me to... Got a pair I, I can go ahead. It's not a spoiler. It smokes it. It does It does heroin. That's the okay, only... Okay, it does heroin. All right. It's like... It's a junkie, this bird. It smokes it's a, it. It's the only cryptid junkie that I'm aware of. I wonder who its dealer is. Bunny man. Okay. Hey there, Charles. Be a bird. What's his name? Bun... Neiman? What was oh, his name? Uh, B.U. Neiman. B.U. Neiman. That's his... <laughs> Another cryptid for you guys. Just check out that episode. Okay. Opium bird weapons. Number one. It's got talons and they're they're super sharp. And what are they covered with? Opium. Heroin. All right, heroin. Black tar heroin. Yeah, I'm not here. I'm not here to pretend it doesn't have a problem and that it's just doing opium. This is heroin. No, listeners, we want to make sure that we're not glorifying heroin usage here if you want to glorify heroin usage watch a movie from the 90s or train spotting yeah train spotting is a movie from the 90s so i'd say that's included oh Uh, but you can also (laughs) watch uh pulp fiction uh, another classic pro heroin movie you can watch the station agent but there's not any heroin but it's got peter dinklage 
It's true. You could watch a great Peter Dinklage movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're we're gonna take a stance against heroin use. I think. Yeah, no, we're anti heroin use unless it's by a cryptid bird, because then it's funny. Otherwise, it's sad and and ruins lives. So don't do heroin. It's true. All right, number two. It's got a huge razor sharp beak. Get this with human teeth inside. Ah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> you don't like that shit. You don't like to mix it. No, I don't like. I don't like human teeth even on people. Keep your mouth <laughs> shut. They're gross. If if I found a pile of anything, I think the scariest thing to find would be a pile of old human teeth. Like, if you're at someone's house and you see that, what could be scarier? Name something. Uh, I mean, unless you're showing me full-on skulls, uh, I'm going to have to say teeth. No, teeth are going to be scarier. Number three, the opium bird has super strong plumage that can deflect long-range attacks and buffer blunt force. Okay. So it's wearing its own built-in suit of armor. Yes. That's going to be pretty handy come fight night. All right. We don't know how thick it is. It's probably like a Batman level. It, so, like, bulletproof. Yes. I'd say bulletproof. Yep. Okay. So pretty useful. Uh, number four. The bird will consume opium and excrete a heroin gas that affects anyone within 10 feet in the same way a strong hit of black tar heroin would. All right, so it it farts out heroin smoke. I don't know if it far- it secretes. It didn't. It wasn't clear which orifice uh, the heroin cloud came out of. All right, it might be belching it up. Yes, it could be. It's 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 a gas. Secrete is a weird way to think of gases. That makes it seems like maybe it's just coming out of its skin, like it's just constantly enveloped in a cloud. Oh, that's cool. I like that. And walking in a cloud, like that's kind of creepy. All right, yeah, so it's got a cloud of heroin smoke. Its bones hardened over with heroin residue, giving it a rippled musculature over a fortified endoskeleton. Obviously, we all know that heroin residue is going to be one of your toughest materials on Earth. That that only makes sense. We call it black tar titanium where I'm from. Yeah, let me tell you, they've been making some amazing breakthroughs <laughs> in terms of uh, aircraft design. All you need to do is smoke a shit ton of heroin, and you'll get this great residue. Listeners, we're joking. Do not smoke. Do not smoke heroin, heroin please. Not even reason. for its super powerful residue. Unless, unless like, it's the cure for something you have, but I don't know what that would be. So, you know, I'm just trying to... Heroin withdrawal, I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. If you're suffering from heroin withdrawal and it's deadly, do heroin. Yeah, I mean, maybe you you get some help if you... Yeah, anyway, anyway. Right. So now let's get to the only known encounter between, you know, the the only real, you know, um, you know, backed up, supported encounter between... Obviously, it was recorded on TikTok. No. This is, oh. this is, no, this, this came from a journal. Okay. Um, uh, Nat Hawken. Dear was dis- journal. Dear journal. I saw the biggest bird today. And when it I got re- too close, it felt great. <laughs> oh my God. I kind of wish I'd walk. No, cause that would be doing heroin. If a heroin bird walked by you and got you high. Yeah. Yeah. Then you'd be chasing that white bird for the rest of your life. Oh, my God. Better than a dragon. So Nat Hawken, uh, a war veteran, um, noticed unusually large flocks of birds behaving restlessly. Mm. And they started tapping 
at his bedroom window and he opened it to see what it was. And so birds start flying in and pecking at his eyes. So everyone in the surrounding neighborhood, they're, they're going nuts. This is, I mean, this is crazy. You know, they're shooting at birds and stuff. It's like a little bird war, but not, you know, not a war. I mean, they're just birds. Uh, in the morning, he cleaned up 50 strange white bird creatures that he couldn't uh, place as having seen before. Uh, then the next day, the BBC reported that the birds have been massing all over Britain and people are being attacked. Uh, across the country, massive flocks gather, acting purposefully to force entry into buildings. There's a national emergency was declared. This um, was on the BBC? Yeah. Okay. During well, I can't argue with that. Yeah. During dinner, Nat's family hears naval guns, followed by the sound of planes crashing as birds fling themselves against the propellers. Uh, eventually, the assault They need a Sully in that situation. Yeah, you do. Sully would have put that one down. Yeah, that would not have been a problem for old Sully Sullenberger. It's I wonder a shame what, he wasn't is there. Is there anything that could day. stop him? And not, not in terms of getting a plane safely to the ground. A you know, mountain, as as a mountain would be a good... <laughs> well, he'll get it to the ground a lot faster with a mountain. <laughs> so uh, during dinner that... Uh, I, I told you that. So the assault dies down, and they figure out the birds are attacking when the tide's coming in. But the next day, the wireless broadcast to this area did not resume, and the birds attacked again. And uh, Nat listened to the sound of splintering wood, uh, smoked his last cigarette, throws the empty pack into the fire, and watches it burn. That sounded like narrative fiction to me. And also, there was no mention of the opium burned. <laughs> Two very <laughs> odd parts of the, that segment of the show. Yeah, yeah. That's because that's the plot of the birds. Okay. Yeah, no one's ever really met one of these, so I thought I would make it more exciting. Ah, okay. I see. Yeah. I see. So the, the opium bird also controls birds. Yes. He, he's okay. like, a, it's like a hive mind thing and he's the big voice. Okay. So he, he controls all birds or within a limited within, radius? No, within, yeah. It wasn't like in the story. Um, he, he can control them within a certain distance that's not specified. Okay. Okay. And since he lives in Antarctica, you know, it's probably mostly going to be, uh, what, Penguins. penguins? Penguins down there. <laughs> Imagine controlling penguins. What can you do with those? Well, just ask Danny DeVito's The Penguin in <laughs> Batman Returns. You can nearly destroy an entire city if it weren't for that cursed bat. What, what was that? Oh, my grandpa used to photograph uh, penguins. That was his favorite thing to go and do. Um, he went to the Antarctic and the Northwest Passage and stuff. And he mm. said they're mean as shit. Well, that's fair. Yeah, well, he knows them better than I do, and I'm just—I I always picture them as like jolly little fellows, but it, it, not so much. Yeah, I mean, in general, you want to be keeping away from wild animals. I feel like they're—they're they're they, gonna. They wear be little dangerous. suits, though. No, I mean, obviously, they're handsome. They're quite handsome fellows, and I think there are like trained penguins and ones in zoos that are are fine to interact with. Like they really? use trained penguins on the shoot for Batman Returns. Is that right? I didn't know you could train a penguin. They're smart. I think they're smart enough that you can teach them a little bit, like the same way you could teach a bird a couple tricks. Yeah, you, you can know teach a I mean? rat. Well, rats aren't are they are smart rats. Yeah, I, I, I guess I think it's all behaviorism, right? I. Yeah, I think if, if you're just like, yeah, if I want them to come over here, they like they, you can. Food. <laughs> just yeah, produce them, a fish. Yeah, and it'll be like, burr, 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 burr. yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, you put a fish over there, they'll walk towards the fish. You know what I mean? And they won't bite you. They're used to being handled. I wonder if we had a penguin and you and I were on opposite ends of the room. And I was like, come here, penguin. I love you, penguin. And you were like, I'm Shibble. I love you, penguin. I love you, penguin. I'm Shibble. I want to take care of you. Who yeah. do you think it would go to? I have a very soothing presence around animals. I, have I make animals that. nervous sometimes. No, I, animal. I I am very. I'm good with animals. I want to say. Okay, so it would go to you. Understood. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to toot my own horn here. I'm no opium bird when it comes to charming animals. <laughs> you should put a, a a horn to toot on your soundboard. Yeah. Well, instead, everybody sees me uh, interacting with the penguin and succeeding. <laughs> that worked. I like how you worked around it. Very cool. They all loved it. Um, now you were wondering about this bird and opium, right? Yes. It's it my understanding it, that he loves what it. Is it. What does it do to a bird? You know, uh, a big dose of heroin. I mean, wouldn't you like to know? I would love to know. My, my imagination says that it uh, gets it high. Yeah, no, that is correct. I mean, you didn't research this, did you? No, no, no. Like I said, I'm going strictly from first principles on this one. Okay. Yeah. It gets high. Um, I, I have a story here called Opium Addicted Parrots Wreak Havoc for Indian Farmers from 2019. Oh, geez. <laughs> the farmers in Madhya Pradesh state that along with a season of uneven rainfall, parrots are having a serious, serious impact on their yields. They say that attempts to scare the birds away with loudspeakers have made little difference. Mm. You know why? Because they love to party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they like the music, first of all, and they're on heroin. Like, yeah. they don't care. Yeah. Um, the parrots caused them to suffer huge farming losses. Uh, Asian News International tweeted a video of birds flying away with entire poppy flowers in their mouths. Yeah. Hate they steal your heroin. Welcome to the human race. <laughs> but it's birds. Um, it's birds. The farmers supplied the drug to medicinal companies, so they're not like growing illegal heroin. And they tried making loud sounds. They tried firecrackers. Um, and parrots feed on the flowers, which contain 20 to 25 grams of opium each. Okay. And it says that once the birds experiences a feeling, they quickly fall prey to addiction. Well, they what they need to do is they need to get some heroin-addicted cats around there oh. to attack the birds. That's uh, kind of a good idea balance it out a little bit would you give a cat heroin to do that uh yeah i'd be like listen you want your share you bring me back five birds mrs twinkles and next time you could tell it you could be like listen sneakers you bring back you bring back this many birds or you get no you know you keep increasing the bird because it's addictive yeah yeah that's when i jack up the price right it's easy to take advantage of addicts yeah the first Dose of heroin is free, rum tum tugger. First of all, first of all, I want to hear a drug dealer say that the first dose of heroin is free. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> I'm in. That's how I get you hooked on the heroin. I like shibble heroin dealer character. Yeah, I'm really I'm going to I'm going to make it big in the drug world. That's Have you ever tried heroin? <laughs> Let me tell you, it will take you to a whole nother level. Are you ready for some Layla Presents Bird Facts? Yes, hit me up with those Layla Presents 
bird facts. Number four. Owls eat their prey whole. When owls catch larger animals, they tear them up. But they've also been known to simply swallow smaller animals from insects to mice mice whole. Owls then regurgitate pellets full of indigestible elements of their meal, like animal bones and fur. Have you ever dissected an owl's shit? uh, Well, that's not shit because they're vomiting it. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, have you, <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. I thought it was gross. Have you ever, have you ever um, examined a, a huge glob of bird vomit? Uh, I haven't. It comes in like this weird shell. I've seen it, but I've never done that like part in my biology class or anything. They had it at the Discovery Museum. I took Layla and we uh, did it together and went through the owl vomit. And we found like mice bone. It was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It is really cool. Number five, ducks don't trust you. When mallards nap in groups, the ones on the perimeter keep guard by sleeping with one eye open. Mm. Creep. While the others sleep yeah. more deeply, those on the outside of the circle also keep one side of their brain awake so that predators won't be able to sneak up on them. Yeah, you got to keep one eye on the streets. Yeah, I always always sit with your back to the uh, back to with your front to the door at a restaurant, right? Yes, absolutely because hitters could be walking in on you. A duck. (laughs) Number six. Kiwis are birds, aren't they? I thought they were fruits. That, well, you just ruined it. Are you happy (laughs) with yourself? You happy? (laughs) I'm just joking. Native to New Zealand, kiwis are a bizarre land-bound bird. Mm. The kiwis' strange traits, which include feathers that actually feel like hair, heavy bones filled with marrow and nostrils on the tip of their nose instead of the base of their beak have led some scientists to call them honorary mammals. Yeah, they're just like you and me, bro. <laughs> I think they should be honorary humans. I mean, it's it's almost, yeah. you know, they're like doppelgangers. Kiwi suffrage. <laughs> Kiwi should vote. Why not? Um, last thing I wanted to tell you, Ships. Yes, more opium bird. Tasmanian farmers have reported their poppy crops, as of 2021 also, are being ravaged by cockatoos. Mm. And experts say it is likely an addiction to opiates that is attracting the birds. Tasmanian farmer Bernard Brain. Mm, Okay. (laughs) You know he loves getting that brain. Bernard Brain told the, AB- told the ABC on Tuesday that flocks of about 300 white cockatoos had decimated his harvest by ripping capsules from the poppy flowers and eating them, leading him to believe that the native birds were addicted to the alkaloid found in the seed. But really, it was the heroin. Yeah, no, they're probably also bringing a lot of them south to Antarctica for the opium bird. Tasmania is very close to Antarctica. Mm. That's a great point. Maybe it's it's fetching uh, more opium for the big opium bird. Yeah, the opium bird that just loves to uh, loves that horse. Yeah, loves, loves, loves horse. to smoke boy and, and girl. Yeah, it's just wild about it. Is boy heroin or is girl heroin? I have no idea. Oh, that's a Donald Goins one. That's a '60s reference. That's a good. Yeah, one. That, I like that. That's before my time. Yeah, no, I, I go back. Um, so that. That shibby was my presentation on the Antarctic opium bird. Well, that opium bird sounds crazy to me. Mm. It's a giant (laughs) bird that weighs a half a ton and is addicted to black tar heroin smoking that stuff. 
That's just crazy, but can it love? A werewolf ain't my dad, but it's not so bad. It might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does it understand? Does it know that I've never felt this way before? There's a full moon tonight. It's so romantic. This might sound crazy, but... Can it love? Can it love? That's a great question. Yeah. Do you think this 12 foot tall smack addict bird could ever <laughs> fall in love? Well, I, I, I think of it as just a bird with a tremendous heroin problem. So it takes me to the question, do birds love? And of course, mm. birds love because they're God's creatures. Uh, but can a bird love or has its love been sapped by the heroin? No, I, I, I dare say... A drug does not have the power to uh, take love from a being, and I think it uh, maintains the ability to love, even if in a different kind of mood, because it's addicted to heroin. Yeah, I hope that its love of uh, heroin does not supersede its love of uh, uh, its family. Other opium birds? Of, yeah, of any bird that it might be in love with. And we know that uh, a lot of birds mate for life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that is, you know, a sign of, of birds being capable of love. You just uh, need to find another bird that loves heroin as much as you. No, you need to find another bird that helps you get clean, brother. You got to put that stuff down. If they're both opium birds, I guess that's a, a relationship you shouldn't do, like when you meet someone in uh, rehab. <laughs> yeah, they're just going to feed these negative habits back and forth. So, yeah. What's your dream date with the opium bird? I would love to try some heroin in like a period opium den, you know? Okay. Like, like one built for tourists, but with real heroin. Okay. I feel like that would be a sick... Um, I, they should do that at like Disney or something. Yeah, they should open an opium den at Disney World. It's a theme period opium den. Let's not be ridiculous. No, obviously it's going to be very classy. They're only going to have really good opium there. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it'll be a little bit overpriced, obviously. <laughs> Always at Disney, yeah. And uh, your pipe is going to look uh, like uh, Mushu from Mulan. <laughs> but other than that, it'll be just a great... Uh, heroin experience. Oh my uh, God. I'm going to say uh, I don't need to be getting too involved with somebody too jammed up on smack. So I'm going to want to go someplace light someplace. I'm just going to go for a straight up coffee date in case I need to get out of there because frankly, it's I'm a really heroin worried. addict. You don't know what to expect. Yeah. The vibes are already off for me. I'm not feeling comfortable. I'm giving the heroin bird a chance to win me over, <laughs> but it, you know, he's already got a big strike against him. You're like, win me over. It's like sleeping on the table and drooling at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't have taken that hit right before coming in. But if you didn't take that hit right before you came in, then 
you know, you would have been fiending the whole time. That's a, that's a good point. You got to you got to get one that's, last hit before rehab. I learned that on intervention. Can it fuck? That sounds crazy, but can it fuck? <laughs> um, I think that it used to fuck a lot when it was a young mm-hmm. bird, but when it became an opium bird, um, you know, I think that does have a deleterious effect on your libido. Um, yeah. I, I just think their opium intake is too much to be um, terribly horny. I mean, I, I'm assuming it, like, don't most drugs do that? Uh, I'm going to, I mean, a lot of them do. I don't Not know. Molly. But I'm going to say it's probably, yeah, going to give him some uh, uh, impotence. I think that's entirely possible. Oh, my God. What if it had a big flaccid penis and was just running around chasing birds? <laughs> I would love that. Ugh. Do you think, yeah. it, what do you think its penis looks like? Uh, it's probably got like one of those uh, corkscrew type yeah. situations. Definitely. That'd be my guess. And it's covered in heroin. And now it is fight night. Fight night. Fight. Round one, mm. we have the opium bird versus seven foot three, 392 and a half pound, 20 year old prime Shaquille O'Neal. He's, he was 392 pounds. I said 362 or 92. You said 92. I think he hit 92 in, in Miami, but that wasn't his prime. I just like to mix up the numbers. Fair enough. Just still a very big man. Yeah. No Still doubt big. about it. Yeah. Uh, less than half the size of the opium bird. So he's got that going against him. Opium bird also razor sharp talons can fly at the speed of a cheetah and has a beak filled with human teeth. Wait, how, how, also, how fast does a cheetah fly? I want to make sure you're right. <laughs> uh, I mean, the cheetah, it, it flies at the speed at which a cheetah runs. Okay. You got me there, okay, Mr. Technical. <laughs> You're running for libertarian. <laughs> I hate big government, Shibble. Um, And it also emits a cloud of heroin smoke. It's ridiculous. Now, Shaq being pretty big, he'll probably need a good amount of heroin to really feel it. But I'm going to say that <laughs> like, if this goes... To like a ground game, anything where Shaq doesn't finish him off quickly, that's going to start accumulating. I feel like chasing a dragon. I mean, Shaq, you don't want to get hooked on that stuff. You're a pro athlete. No, I'm into opium, bird, not to dragon. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, I don't want any tests to show up when you're going into the NBA next year and it jams up your career. Hey, you know that movie, um, Tomb Raider? Yeah, yeah, the classic. Yes, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, boy, at her prime. She's the heroine. She is. <laughs> I made, I made She's Shaq Lara Croft. No, that's a, a Shaq you, joke. You did. Hang on, Shaq. Thank you, Shibble. Now, I'm going to say you're going to need, I want to say six Shacks. <laughs> to take down a bird on heroin? A bird that is constantly emitting heroin. Right, also, yeah. A bird that at has super speed is wearing body armor and is uh, 
<laughs> armed and razor sharp claws. <laughs> it's got human teeth too. And it also has a giant beak filled with human teeth. What do you think that beak is? Like two feet long? Um, Probably. Uh, proportionately, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just going to be sawing through shack meat. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I gotta go six shacks on this one. I'm with you. Number two, round two. We have the opium bird versus the Narcan bird. Okay, the Narcan bird is obviously going to be addicted to Narcan. <laughs> it loves it. It's always stopping its high immediately. Uh, no, let's assume that the Narcan bird is administering Narcan, that he's more of a friendly bird. That's how I pictured him. Okay, is that what you were thinking? Yeah. That he's like a spokesman to teach kids about Narcan? Like he comes into the schools and does like little speeches, but he's if a huge bird. If you somebody that's taken too many pills... <laughs> Don't forget my little friend, Narcan. <laughs> and what do we do, kids? Spray it up with a nose. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm going to put this one on the Narcan bird. Of course. That's the, he's, he's, uh, the, uh, the, uh, what is it? I, I what am I trying to say? Uh, and I hope you edit that out. He's the alpha to his omega. That's what I was going for, and nothing came to my brain. I was just like, he's the. And then I saw a picture of like, um, like Shaq. That's yeah. what I was picturing. Honestly, he's the Shaq. Uh, round three, we have the Opium Bird versus Big Bird in a bad fucking mood. All right, Big Bird's having a rough one. Big Bird also quite big. Fuck you, That's Snuffy. How does he talk? Um, he's very sweet. If he's in a bad mood, I think that's going to be a, he's going to internalize that. I think he has the emotional intelligence to not, uh, take that out on other people. Oh, that's nice. So I'm going to say, uh, it's, it, the opium bird is unfortunately also better armed. His talons are much sharper. His yeah, but he doesn't have friends sharper. from around the neighborhood. Yeah. Are they in the neighborhood or in the, in, in oh, they're in Sesame street. I mean, come on. Okay. Okay, they're on Sesame Street. That's all. You can't come to Big Bird on his uh, home turf, especially Big Bird's going to, if he was already in a bad mood, he's so connected with his community. Already people are already going to be there. They're going to know about that. Yep. They're going to be checking up on Big Bird. So Big Bird's going to have a lot of backup. That and black some of that guy backup newsstand I hear is, is just really pro um, Big Bird. Well, I'll tell you, Big Bird's going to have three Big friends showing up. He's going to have Snuffleupagus. Oh, huge. Obviously, just a beast. What is he? Uh, Woolly Mammoth? Something along those yeah. lines. Right. You're also going to have Super Grover. <laughs> you don't want to fuck around with Super Grover. And, of course, the mysterious Count Von Count. So I'll put this one on Big Bird. <laughs> I thought you were going to say in third, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bert's got a bad attitude. Who would win in a fight between Bert and Ernie? Like, if they went at it? Oh, Bert. I don't think so. I think Ernie's tired of his shit. I think he he internalizes it and the anger is boiling over. But that's just, that's not this fight night. Uh, next round, we have the opium bird versus the birds from the birds. Okay, a lot of birds in that movie. Mm-hmm. Opium bird famously can command birds. Can he command these birds? They're too angry. 
All right, they just got too much. Uh, yeah, in numbers game, I feel like all those tiny birds are going to end up picking the opium bird apart. Okay, next And he's round. not used to fighting birds. He's used to commanding birds. That's an excellent point. That's new for him. Now we have the opium bird versus Hedwig. Harry Potter's at Harry <laughs> Harry Pothole. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call him on the streets. <laughs> well fucking done. You better drum roll yourself. Fair enough. So we have the opium bird versus Hedwig, Harry Potter's owl. Okay. Just one bird. Yes, an owl. Just an owl. Just an He's owl. Trained. Yeah, very is, well trained to deliver is he messages. magical? Um, you know, it's never really spelled out, but how else? Well, I guess, bird. do owls know how to deliver things, or is that just a Harry Potter thing they made up? I think they were magically trained. Okay, then that's what it, okay, so they do have some magic. Well, the training was magical. They might be mundane birds. Uh, but you never see him, like, shooting fireballs out of his mouth. You never see uh, anything along those lines. And that's the kind of thing he'd need to be doing if he wanted to take down a big boy like the opium bird. So I got to put this one on the opium bird. Next, we have the opium bird versus five humanoid bald eagles who kick dirt on nerds at the beach. Okay. And that would be sand, I just realized. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, they didn't bring dirt. That beach dirt. Yeah. That that we all love to call sand. That white dirt beach. Uh All right, so there are five of them. They're a humanoid. They like to kick sand. Bald eagles, pretty good in terms of both talon and beak. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll put the, yeah, I'd say in terms of numbers, I'll put this one on the, the bully bald eagles. And last but not least, we have the opium bird versus Larry bird in heroin one-on-one. So each of them has to do more heroin than they're comfortable with, whatever amount that might be. And then they play heroin wheelchair basketball against each other. Okay. So they're in a wheelchair. Well, they don't have to be, but just for this event, they are. Larry Bird can yeah. walk. Yeah. And this is Larry Bird now. This is not prime Larry. No, this is, this is current Larry. Boy, I think more heroin than he can handle is not going to be very many. He's uh, not a young man anymore. He's a big dude, though. No, he's a big dude. Um, I don't know what kind of health he's in. He's kind of withdrawn from the spotlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to wait. But they're still playing basketball. In, in wheelchairs on heroin. In wheelchairs. Now, are the, okay, but they're not, all right, I was thinking maybe they'd be, if it was horse, I would say bird is good. Oh, oh th- well, that wouldn't even be a question, certainly. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, but, you know, the heroin bird, the opium bird, he's got a lot of feathers in the way. I don't think he's going to have the ball handling abilities. I don't think mm. he's got the experience. I don't want to discount just how hard it is to play basketball. Do you know You're what right. I mean? Like yeah, I mean, Larry like Bird infant. is one of the best ever. I mean, he should be able to handle a, a huge bird on heroin. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put this one on Larry. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was fight night. Wow. What a fight. What a night. They don't make them like that anymore. Or do they? Even... <laughs> <laughs> do you have any more facts for me this week? I do. Then hit me up with those Layla presents bird facts. Number seven, hummingbirds are a heavy subject. Hummingbirds are incredibly lightweight. The average hummingbird is around four grams, one gram less than a nickel. 
while the smallest, the bee hummingbird, is closer to 1.5 grams, less than the weight of a penny. Wow. The, what do you think the biggest one, the giant hummingbird, weighs? Um, if the yeah. average hummingbird is 4 grams or a little less than a nickel. Uh, 10 grams. 24. They get big. Okay. And that's okay. the equivalent of about a handful of loose change. Okay. Boy, they must have some strong shoulder muscles. Get those <laughs> wings moving. Number eight. Pigeons used to be part of the Olympics. In ancient Greece, pigeons delivered the results of the Olympic Games. Believed to be the first domesticated bird, <coughs> pigeons were used for millennia to deliver messages, including the outcome of the early Olympic Games. Through regu though regular mail delivery has become more popular, pigeons were used as recently as World War II to carry select military messages. They should go back to that for the Olympics. Oh, that would be dope if part of the ceremony was like, and they could use a drone to follow it, and they could go. To, why don't we have them light the um, torches? Yeah, why don't we have a bunch of birds carry open flames? Yeah, yeah. And have them uh, fly into just a larger source of flame that will ignite once they get close enough. Yeah, no, they're going to go at, They're going to go down with it. I mean, they're not going to make it to the next one, but that's yeah, why you have more than one bird. It's true. You'd want to train more for every Olympics. Number nine. Bastion thrushes find food by having gas. Worm-eating Bastion thrushes have been known to dislodge their prey from piles of leaves by directing their gas at them. The excretion of gas, another with excretion and gas, mm. the excretion of gas shifts the leaf litter on the ground and apparently provokes worms to move around, revealing their location. Okay, so birds can fart. It could be that the opium bird was farting heroin gas i like that better i i mean and it's certainly possible because I, I mean that story would lead you to believe that is what it was all right listeners you heard it here first this bird farts <laughs> now it's scary that it farts and it's scary that it does heroin and it's a humongous drug addict 10-footer and then i'm horrified you should be i mean i see you you're you're, you're shaking over there I mean, there must be something you want to ask me to make you feel better. Yes, you gotta let me know if the opium bird is real. Is real? Shake it, bavakasha. Hey! hey! <laughs> oh, that's problematic. Every time that gets you. Oh, yeah. Um, is real, is it? Um, the opium bird, what do you think? I think, boy, if I had to say so, I mean, it. we're just finding out about it in the year 2023, mm -hmm. and we don't fall for hoaxes anymore. Science has come too far. We know what's real and what isn't, so I got to say that it's real. The opium bird is a complete hoax. Ah. In two, 2023, a video of a bird that looked like it was smoking a pipe <laughs> went, <laughs> went viral on social media. What a stupid society. That sounds great. I want to see this smoking bird. It looks like it was smoking a pipe. Everyone go nuts. The bird was dubbed the opium bird, and many people believed it was a real animal because they're, they're stupid. However, it was... I'm mean, not if you believe it. You're not stupid, listener. Even though I just told you it was a hoax. However, it was later revealed that the video was a full-on hoax. The bird in the video was a CGI creation, and the pipe was added in post-production. 
So it, it wasn't a real It was pipe. just footage of nothing originally. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it was just a blank screen, this this video. Um the opium bird hoax is a reminder that not everything you see on social media or the Joe Rogan show is real. It is important to be critical of the information you consume. Listen up. And uh, to do your own research before believing something. Internet surfing has found deep fake videos of the opium bird on Joe Rogan's podcast, and they have further spread this hoax. So you're saying I should be skeptical of what I hear on the internet? Especially on the Joe Rogan podcast, yes. Well, then I'm going to be skeptical of you and say that it is real. Uh, and you have every right to, you know? That's... Although every detail I gave you, I made up. So there's that. Well, that, that is a, a problem that we are going to have in society, is that there are no longer any sources of reliable information. <laughs> is that, that the red light for Uncle Monster? It is. <laughs> Yes, hello to you too. How are you, buddy? I'm doing really well. How you been? I've been doing pretty good. Pretty good. I have a question for you. I, you know, we have these episodes. They're so much fun, but in between them, sometimes we get a little sad. We don't have anything to do. Do you have any tips? I do have a tip. You should watch a movie. I love movies, but which one? You should watch William Friedkin's The Hunted. Starring Benicio Del Toro and Tommy Lee Jones. His his most famous piece, Friedkin. Yes, it's where he's got, uh, they're both kind of like Rambo, and they both love knives. <laughs> Sounds really good. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's certainly a movie. Is that Uncle Monster 2? Hey! Hey, Twofer, what's the latest? What'd you call me? I called you Twofer. I'm Uncle Monster 2. Yeah, you're the Twofer. It's a I nickname. get it now. <laughs> if you chose the purple stuff, I suggest checking out the full-length feature film Paranormal Activity 4, where we meet a random family, play Xbox Connect, or Xbox Connect, motherfucker, and there's maybe a demon sometimes? You know what they say about macaroni art, but don't take my word for it, LeVar. Don't take his word for it, LeVar. And if you do check out Paranormal Activity 4, you should be checking out our Patreon, where we are currently uh, watching all of the Paranormal Activity franchises. We'll be recording Paranormal Activity 4 next week. Next week, we'll also be recording uh, for the main feed... An episode about the mysterious Yara Ma Yahoo. <laughs> That's serious. He's being serious. It's from uh, Western Australia, and we'll have our first ever returning guest, <gasps> our Australian correspondent, Al Bates. Al Bates. That's so exciting. You don't want to miss that one. You guys tune in for that next week. I mean, that makes this look like shit. <laughs> yes. And also, uh, we do have our new mailbag segment. If you want to get your uh, letter to us written on an episode, write in to Uncle Monster Podcast at gmail.com. And the Uncle Monster promise you will get your very own bumper, a brand new bumper for every mailbag segment. And that's awesome. But, but where can they find us on social media? 
Good question, Ethan. Thank you can you. find us on podcast. You can find us on podcasts, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's one place. That's number one. Obviously, on your preferred podcast platform, where you don't want to forget to subscribe and leave five stars and a rating. But you can also uh, you can find us on Instagram at Uncle Monster Six, and you can find us on Blue Sky at mm. Uncle Monster dot Sky dot Social, and uh, you can find us on. The Patreon I was talking about before at Uncle Monster Six. And you can also find us now on YouTube where we got a lot of fun video content. Oh my gosh, uh, you guys got to check that out. It really is. Like, I think it's funny. I mean, for, for whatever that's worth. I mean, I think opium birds are funny. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt, but also believe us when we tell you that you should go uh, to YouTube and check that stuff out. It's been Please a do. lot of fun. Uh, you can find us there at Uncle Monster Podcast. Uncle Monster Podcast on YouTube. You guys go check that out and be here next week or be square. And in the meantime, just remember one thing. Don't, don't get, get spooked. spooked.